Okay, ready? Yeah, let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the hen house. I'm Michaela. And I'm Emily. And I'm a farmer. And I'm not a farmer. <laughs> welcome back. And we made sure to set a timer this time, guys. So. Yeah, so hopefully we don't go way, way over. But I mean, you guys probably like it anyway. I mean, I like talking, so it's yeah. fine for me. It's nice to get all the information out. And also we had a guest. We did. So, And we'd love to hear you guys' feedback on that, actually, because it was really yeah. cool to get um, another quarter of the farm yeah team to come and talk with us um anyways i thought it was really cool listening to lauren last week yeah just kind of being able to pick his brain on like that kind of stuff it it was really interesting so i hope you guys enjoyed it too having him on that was fun well you're biased you have to say that because he's your husband (laughs) (laughs) i'm excited for our next next guest i i'm now in a group chat with her so we've been introduced (gasps) i've never met her so it'll be fun to have her on she's a like we promised, our next guest is going to be a vet. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, if our schedules line up and everything. Oh, so exciting. Um, so I'll start sending her all of the information. and <laughs> <laughs> Be like, you have to come now. The people know. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to make her listen to this. And like, we've promised. Yeah, it, we've said it twice now. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much again for coming back. Um, this week, Michaela, do you want to tell them what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, we're talking about... Everything it takes to raise chickens. Nice. Specifically meat chickens from mm. day old to butcher day. And first question, sorry to clarify. Meat chickens are different than laying hens, right? Yes. Just Kay. different like breeds of chickens. Perfect. One is bred to lay eggs and one of them is bred for meat. Perfect. And this is a, actually a part one of two. Ooh. So this part one today, we're going to be talking about all of the materials and the things you need to raise the chickens. And then in part two, we're going to cover more of the business breakdown and go into like specifics on cost and like our personal revenue of raising meat chickens. So um, I just thought it was going to be a little long to try to lump everything together. And people seemed to be really interested last time we talked about like how we set up our business for Mm -hmm. the eggs. So I really wanted to like dedicate some time to talk about how we set up our business for the meat chickens. So it'll be part two in two weeks. It's like you have to look forward to it. Like you all had to look forward to Deathly Hollows coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So part two will be fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for today, we're talking about like the materials it takes and everything you would need if you were brand new um, to raising chickens mm-hmm. or anything like what you would need and what to expect. Stuff like that. Nice. Um, oh, can I ask my first question? Or yeah. Not yet? Yeah, you can ask <laughs> Um, okay, I think we've talked about this before, but I just want to get a feel for how many meat chickens you guys take at a time. We do 100. Okay. So when you order them, you're expecting 100 chicks to come. Yes. Okay. And um, the Canadian, is it Ontario or Canadian government? I think it's the Ontario government only allows you to do, like any ho- hobby farmer, mm-hmm. they only allow you to do 300 chicks like meat chickens oh, okay. a year okay. so that would be like our max got you of oh. meat chickens okay cool and would you say a hundred is a manageable amount of chickens <laughs> so we do two rounds actually okay a hundred so we do 200 a summer mm-hmm. and yeah yes like 100 manageable. is manageable for us yeah so like right. we'll talk about how we specifically manage those hundred 
Um, but if like you're going to feed your own family, like I know people who just do 10 mm. or 20 right. and then they have 20 chickens for the whole year. Nice. And, but since we sell them, right, we do a hundred, so 200 total. Hmm. Cool. That was my first question. Sorry. We'll get into the more meat of it now. We're going to talk about, <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> um kind of like what materials it takes so like the pre-process of actually before you get the meat chickens yeah so if you kind of want to walk us through so there's a very important stage to um meat chickens and that is like the brooder okay so when you bring your chicks home they're just like they're literally i don't know how to describe how small they are like what would be a normal thing like the size of like a little frog like are they like yeah like they fit they fit in the palm of your hand they're very small and so they're (laughs) hatched so that we we call them day olds because they're literally one day old really when you get them so like when chicks are hatched and they still need to be like brooded like in a warm area oh no i had a whole chart about temperature oh no for the chickens and i forgot it in the car so that's okay I'll we can mention it we can mention it next episode too yeah and i'll do my best to remember so okay because like they have to be a certain temperature per week oh, okay so like as they get older you can reduce the temperature but the brooder is like a specific thing set up so that like you can keep the chicks at a certain temperature keep them warm and then um as they grow up they don't need the brooder so a brooder is the place where they go when they're day old yeah okay. up until like uh five weeks is typical okay and that's but when we'll they go get to the into, chicken tractors yeah we'll get nice. into like what we did this time yeah and it has to do with temperature so brooder like what is that really so people use brooders for different thi- like people use different things for brooders like themselves okay um so like you can buy a brooder online that's like set up or like your local feed store or something they have like a little pen oh and it comes like with heat lamps it's like a whole kit you can get so if you're doing like 10 chicks mm-hmm. probably that's all you would need oh so it's like perfect for that but it, they're expensive because mm. well, like yeah, you it's to, a you're whole buying kit. it yeah but so you can really use anything for brooders like we've used um like those like plastic bins oh that, yeah like maybe it's like put in your storage room for mm-hmm. like life jackets or like summer clothes or something so we've yeah. used bins because they have like rounded edges oh. <laughs> um we've used you could use like a box oh like, like it could literally literal be box. <laughs> yeah like it could be anything and then you could go as far as buying a kit or you could do what we've done in the past like we have a different setup so we have barns but you could use like a garage and you can corner off a little part of your garage our friends have brooded their chickens in their house they really just, like put a kiddie pool in their house Aww. and brooded their chickens in the kiddie pool that's sweet it starts to smell but yeah i was gonna say <laughs> um you can literally use anything that would contain the chickens right um so it doesn't have to be expensive it can just be anything they can literally just be a space yeah so what we've done is because we have the space we've cornered off areas Mm -hmm. um so when we first did it we had a little spot in our barn we cornered off and we would slowly let it get bigger and bigger as the chickens grew Mm -hmm. and then we moved to like having specific areas that we didn't grow it just was like this is your area you're staying in it okay um and then recently we built a brooding room that is like a more permanent 
room that the chickens will go each and every time that they come just because we have a large rotation like well lots of people don't have the space for that right that's what we've done right so you guys have the space for it so you can handle it having its own designated spot exactly right so this is a place that like now we don't have to set up a brooder that's nice any (laughs) time we just have a place for them to go that's good but the most important part like i said about temperature is they need to have heat lamps Mm -hmm. to hang um so we've hung heat lamps on strings you just, you just have to be so careful that they're properly attached so they don't set things on fire or fall yeah fall because <laughs> they can get heat or they can fall on the chickens and so you have to make sure so we, we've attached them with strings we've used pieces of two by fours and attached <sighs> the heat lamps to the two by fours um really anything that you can get those heat lamps up the best way that i could recommend is that your heat lamps would be um able to be easily moved up like as the chickens get older and you want to move the, smart so the they're heat not lamps bonk their heads. so figure out a solution that like works best for you and that's like easily mm-hmm. can easily grow with the chickens mm, smart um we have had issues with some heat lamps where um like this the brooding area was almost too small mm. and the heat lamps got too hot and the chickens had nowhere to go and so they need a place to like regulate their temperature yeah like cool down yeah (laughs) if they need to and so we some people would recommend you put heat lamps at like one side of your brooder and you leave the other side of your brooder without heat lamps Uh, so they can kind of go in and out okay if they need to right the problem with that is if it is cold Mm -hmm. then they all want to be underneath the heat lamp and they end up suffocating some of the chickens because they're like clamoring on top of or each like other dog piling or like chick piling <laughs> yeah so there's lots of like let's just think of a box for a second mm-hmm. you can like reach into the box from the top mm-hmm. and so it's like a yeah like the bottom is on the ground okay. you can reach into the box from the top we found like in our research something called an ohio brooder which i think we've mentioned on here before mm-hmm. But it basically is an upside down box. Okay. So the ground is open. You can't reach into the top. We've made a like a lid that you can have, uh, take off. Okay. Um, and then you can reach in. But essentially it's upside down. And so the heat lamps are attached, attached to the lid of the box. Mm. And so we can move the box up. But the chickens can escape from the sides of the box. Oh. Because the box doesn't hit the ground it has legs it has four legs i'm going to post a picture on instagram so it's like a visual but like nice has four posts and the box goes so if they want to escape all they have to do is just go underneath they or can, uh, yeah just out. exit yeah and it the heat is evenly distributed under there oh, so the smart. box is big enough that they don't have to clamor like we've made it for 100 chickens also it's a pretty big box yeah well it's not that big it's honestly like Maybe two and a half feet by four and a half feet. Well, I guess I you said say. they're pretty small, right? When they yeah. come, so. And we can raise up this Ohio brooder super True. easily because you just put bricks underneath. Ah. And it raises up the, t- the height. That's so smart. Um, I didn't come up with this. This is something you can find plans for online or like read up about it. I read a book about it and I was like, oh. yeah, I need to do this and try. This is something we need to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And because I was having problems like with them overheating, not oh. being hot enough. And the genius thing about this Ohio brooder is like in cold temperatures, which we do have in spring. Yeah. Um, or fall, if you're doing turkeys, is the heat just escapes 
from right. a normal box, but this right. Ohio brooder is upside down. So it's the heat lamps are pointed down and there's four walls yeah. that like it really just like sucks the heat and keeps the heat in. You've made like a little sauna. Exactly. <laughs> so the chickens are in there. They can leave their Ohio brooder if they want. Um, at any time uh, and we usually put their food just at like the edges of the brooder and so we've yeah built a room put the ohio brooder in it um so would you say that's like the most number one important thing about a brooder is they having this ohio or at least like something like where would they you can say it's your favorite part of it like yeah that's my favorite <laughs> part of it but if you don't have the luxury of building an ohio brooder having spaces where the chickens can go right if it's too hot and having enough heat lamps in the places where it's hot that it covers enough space. Right. That they don't have to clamor each other. That's smart. I have a, maybe it's a dumb question, but do you put like, like hay down or like wood, like what do they, what do they like walk on? We <laughs> use wood shavings. Okay. And the reason why we do that is because wood shavings, they like soak up the moisture. Oh. And so, yeah, that's just what we've always huh. used. I think that's what everybody uses. Yeah. Um, so wood shavings and we just get them from wool growers that's our local supply oh nice store our food supply store they have shavings you can use them for so many different applications huh um but yeah that's the best that we've found nice. so they need wood shavings in there um for their little feet <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is another maybe silly question but you said it you're like, oh, it has rounded corners. Like, why Why can't you have pointy corners? <laughs> like, are they going to get stuck? Like, yeah. Really? Like, they just get pushed into oh, the corners. Oh, and you'd be, they'd be, like, weaseled in the corner. Oh, yeah. so having a round edge is, like, it's like a little slippery slide that they... Yeah, that they can just leave if they want to oh, leave. They don't okay. have to stay. Um, oh, that's... <laughs> yeah, so that's something, like, chickens are, like, you know, you said they're very kinda, temperamental. Yeah. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. Um, and you said they're not very smart, right? Like, no, the meat chickens are not very smart. <laughs> but there's a lot that can go wrong. Right. And we always do our best to, like, we have all these safeguards yeah. in place. And we always lose some. And Aww. so that's a, like, I would recommend getting a little bit more, maybe five more than what you think. Oh, you just need. in case. And then. Oh. Yeah. Because it's survival at the fittest. Yeah. And. No matter how hard you try, mm -hmm. there's always something. Nature will take its course or Like whatever. this time we are, for some reason, our chicks had like long, sharp nails. Like what? Like more than what we think we had last year. And they got like so many of them have cuts like just on their back. From each other? From like their other, from, yeah, from each other. And we what? never had that before. <laughs> And <laughs> some of them, like, got infected. Oh, poor things. And like because we their cuts got infected? Yeah really and we were just like we've never had this before we don't know what's happening and like it's unavoidable yeah it's just but like it was that bad we did I guess. everything we did the exact same way we did it last year <laughs> it was just the luck of the draw those are the yeah. ones you got you got the long there's yeah have you guys ever seen napoleon dynamite no well i probably have the, one one of the things napoleon and his friend have to work at a chicken farm Oh no! Because they're trying to raise money, get money, and he asks, his, he asks the farmer, he goes, "Do the chickens have large talons?" <laughs> <laughs> and like Napoleon Dynamite's face is just like that. So when you're talking about that, I was like, "No way! It's really." I'll have to tell my dad. <laughs> yes, I do. It's, it's like my dad's sometime. favorite quote from it. <laughs> and then the the farmer looks at him and he goes, "I have no idea what you just said." 
<laughs> and Boy just looks like anyways, it's funny. You should watch the clip. Okay. Watch anyways. It. That made me think of that. Sorry. Little yeah. side check. So I don't know. Like it's just you have to be prepared for some deaths. And oh. if you don't have deaths, it is you know, some years we don't, but most years we do. Yeah. Huh. Um, and then the only other thing you need for chicks specifically is um food and water containers we set those up and Mm. chicks need small ones so again you can go to your local food supplier maybe whether that's pv mart um like i said ours is wool growers and they will have like actual chick Hmm. feeders chick waters and is it just like normal water like tap oh yeah it doesn't have to like no but the feed is so there's a debate oh you can use medicated or unmedicated feed what so Really? Yeah. I, what's okay so one has medicine in it like vitamins and stuff it basically like- yeah so because we don't have a lot of space right and we can't afford to lose a large amount of our flock right to something called i think it's called i don't know i'd have to look it up but it's a specific airborne disease in oh. chickens and it's really bad. If it, you really? get it, it decimates it decimates your whole flock. Really? And it wipes them all out. And it can be very dangerous. And so we don't have, like, we can't, can't risk that. Right, of course. And so we choose to medicate our birds. Okay. From week one mm-hmm. to week five or to week four. Like when they're at their most, like, growing point. Like yes. Until we put them outside. Right. And then and it's kind of like, good luck to They're in you. the open <laughs> air. Yeah. There's not as much room for disease because there's less birds together. Right. If we lose one chicken tractor, we still have the other two. Right. And so, th- and legally, you have to have them off medicated, I think, for 14 days. So for two weeks. Before butcher? Before butcher. Mm. But you guys have that off for yeah. way longer. For four to five weeks. Yeah. So we double that just to be sure. Yeah. Um. So. Huh interesting don't be fooled no <laughs> yeah you go to the grocery store and it says oh these are unmedicated birds okay well you need to start asking questions like yeah legally all birds are unmedicated when they go to the butcher true yeah so are they just medicating them like we are right up to four weeks are they maybe only doing two weeks they don't disclose huh. that information interesting so I don't know what they do. I've done a lot of research on that. Yeah, to figure out like what what's the dealio. Um, do you mind me asking? Is the medicated stuff a little bit more expensive than the unmedicated stuff, or is it generally uh, about the same? That's a good question. Or is it like roughly the same? And you're like, well, we might as well give them some vitamins. I think it's roughly the same. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's not like a huge cost issue. Yeah, and we're also not giving like, it's not like a growth hormone. No, it's no. not any added anything like that. It's just for the purpose of keeping yeah. them healthy until they have a better immune system Absolutely. to keep healthy healthy themselves. I mean, I take vitamins, so yeah. <laughs> well, technically, it's not vitamins, right? Like it is medication. Oh, okay, to just keep like help boost their immune system. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So I don't know exactly what it is in it. I would like one of my guests actually, and she probably could speak to this on my list is her name is Willow and she is like a, a, f- um, animal food. So oh. I don't know if she's a scientist 
but that's what she does like she oh, researches what's in the animal's food and like what's best for the animal and how to g- get the most growth with like huh. so i would love to have her on maybe maybe she can speak more to this medicated food like i'm just yeah. uneducated no yeah but that'd be really cool that'd be really interesting to see yeah huh so i would cool. uh, so yeah th- so do your research mm-hmm. choose what you want to do and talk to your food supplier especially pv mart's obviously not going to know the best way to go forward but if you know somebody you have a local feed store then they're going to know and be able to talk to you a little bit more so do your research and then decide what's best for you and your family and your chickens yeah um no for sure yeah the other thing that's very important to have in the brooder is a thermometer. We talked about temperatures. Mm-hmm. I know it needs to be like 32 to 35 degrees Celsius Whoa. in the brooder. When that's a hot summer's day. Home. And then I think it goes down like five degrees maybe-ish every really? week. Oh, until they get like, so it like acclimatizes them to it? Yeah. So we put our chickens out this time at four weeks because the temperature was so high it was so hot in the brooder oh. that it was the normal temperature and they really? could go out at four weeks instead of five interesting yeah so we stopped the medicated food earlier oh, okay and we put them in the chicken tractors yeah wow so they're still like feathered yeah they can still handle rain they yeah. can do stuff like that it's just um normally you wouldn't want to do that because of the temperature but right. this time temperatures outside were fine so we huh. put them yeah, it's been hot. <laughs> and another, in you know, just like a, another thing to keep in mind is some scrap pieces of wood as they grow, their food water should grow with them. Right. So you can start putting on scrap pieces of wood oh, as okay. they grow up. Because like when they come, I put it on the ground. Um, but as they grow, I start increasing the amount of, yeah. Right. Like the amount. Yeah. Well, and I sense. took a video. <laughs> so when they go into their chicken tractor, um, I took a video today of when I was moving the chickens like after we moved it and so mm-hmm. i'll put that on instagram after we talk yeah. this too and you can see them in their chicken tractors and i explained a little bit of like their watering and their food oh cool. so i mean not in their brooder that. but in their tractors so yeah no i would still be interested to see that that would be cool so that'll be fun um yeah so we wanted to just touch on a little bit like about before the chickens come mm-hmm. what to do so before the chickens come, so we pick them up again at our local feed store. They order them, the chickens, and we order them from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they order them from a f- chicken farm called Fray's, and then we pay wool growers for the... Right. They're like the middleman. Yeah. yeah. So bef- 24 hours before they come, we get the brooder ready. We make sure it's swept. It's all cleaned out from the last round. Um, and we make sure that... Um, yeah, we talked about the environment that they need. So we make sure there's wood shavings down, mm-hmm. that their food and water bins are clean and everything's just mm-hmm. clean and ready to go. It's not until the day of when we fill their food, fill their water. Right. And normally the day of we put on the heat lamps in the morning. Okay. Just to get it nice and toasty. Yeah. So that when they come, <laughs> it's not like a shock that it's cold. It's yeah. They're like, what the heck? Yeah. No, warm it's, for them. It stays tempered. Um, Do you just pick them up? Wait, I was... Sorry, I was trying to word this question. When you go and pick them up, do they... So, like, how early do you have to order them? Like, do you have to let them know, like, months before? Like, okay, in two months, we would like 100 chickens. Like, when you go and... Or is it, like, oh, a week before? Like, when you go and pick them up? Obviously, they're expecting you because you've ordered them. But, like, how how early do you have to... You can get chickens, like they may have extra or something. You can sneak in there on an order date. But mm-hmm. we call in January. I think it's when they release their 
order list for okay. the year with their dates their yeah. delivery dates and we pick dates in january so oh, we'll okay. pick one in the spring we'll pick one in the summer and then we pick our turkeys for late summer and early gotcha. fall. okay so it's definitely all planned yeah it's before and at the same time um our arbitrar opens up february 1st and so we call the arbitrar at february 1st and tell them like we're like oh if we're getting mm-hmm. our chickens on august 14th we count nine weeks out and right. we book our arbitrar. Gotcha. Like early, early. Yeah. Well, it's nice. And then you get the spot you want. Exactly. <laughs> That's smart. Um. So yeah, we prepare food and water, turn the heat lamps on, and then we go pick them up. Get them all cozy in there. They just <laughs> are like in a little shoe box, essentially. Oh, because they're just so <laughs> tiny. They're so small. And then we bring them to the farm, back to the farm. We put them all in their brooder, make sure that they know where the water and food is. Somebody told us, like, you have to show each chicken where the oh food my and water is. And I'm like, okay. Can't I'm you show, like, five and then the yeah. other 95 will see them follow. go? <laughs> yeah. So then you just, from there, you Show just... each chicken. Can you imagine? A hundred chicken's. <laughs> like, I'm not doing like, that. Like, here is your... <laughs> They're pretty thirsty when they get there. Yeah, so they're like, the hello, it's travel day. Yeah, the smell, they can actually smell the water. What? And so... What does water smell like? I don't know. But <laughs> so I just make sure that everything's accessible for them. It's yeah. really close to our brooder area. And so they can stay in the warmth and eat and drink all at the same time. Gotcha. That's nice. Wow, this yeah. is cozy. <laughs> they have a good. Yeah. <laughs> for free. <laughs> Seriously. Well... <laughs> Yeah. Well, the chickens are free. Not for you guys. You no, guys have to pay for, for that. But <laughs> yeah. So we talked about how old they are. Um, but keeping their keeping them alive. Make sure they always have fresh water and food. No, that's fair. <laughs> um, make sure the temperature is right. Mm-hmm. And make sure there's no drafts in your brooder. That's really important. Oh, if like that gets, would really affect them? Yeah. If it gets windy... You can go look online. There's lots of, I've printed off diagrams of like happy chickens, like how chickens, (laughs) like how the flock will sit if it's the proper temperature and proper, um, like no drafts. Mm -hmm. And the diagrams will show you, oh, if they're all huddled huddled in one corner, it's probably because you have a draft. And so interesting. I would look up those pictures. What the pictures look like. And then you can figure it out by deduction. Like, oh. There must be a draft over here because they're exactly. all huddled over here. So just pay attention to their body language. Um, you'll quickly learn what their alarm chirp is. They have an alarm chirp? Yeah, it's like a... Uh, it's just like a... They're just so small. They're babies. Yeah, and so they're, they're like, little. something is wrong. They'll alarm. Yeah. So they'll probably alarm when you go in because yeah. like you're scary. And so just pay attention to that. Like if I usually stand by the coop and when I'm not there, are they still alarm chirping? Right. Like one time we had a disaster event with oh. turkeys and I gave them a new waterer. Okay. Like it was with chicken nipple. Like it's a whole. It was a special thing. A special thing that they put into their, um, like we put into the tractors, mm-hmm. but I wanted them to learn on it and I put it in too early and I oh, heard no. them alarm chirping and I said to myself, I thought to myself like, that's weird. Like I had fresh water, yeah. fresh food. I showed a couple turkeys what the how to drink from the water. Yeah. But I just left it and I went back and the small turkeys couldn't drink from the water. Really? And so all the small turkeys died. Like I think we lost like 20 turkeys in a day. Whoa. Yeah. Because they were thirsty. They just died from dehydration and it was so sad. And so oh, that is listen so sad. to their alarm calls and check up on them. Oh my gosh! I didn't make sure. Interesting food and water, yeah. Because then you're like, oh, so okay, so now you'll introduce, or you have now introduced 
the water thing later, like when yes. they're older. Yeah, they're a week or so later, yeah. Interesting. Wow, that's so... Wow. Okay, so you do have to, like, kind of baby them. Yeah, keep an eye on them. And, like, that's basically what you do for your daily chat, your daily tasks, right? Like, right. you need to go in, check their water, check their food, check their temperature, mm-hmm. make sure that they're not too hot make sure there's no drafts like check your charts i mm-hmm. usually just pinned the chart like when i was new i pinned the chart in our, yeah in our brooder so i could just see and you just check up on them look at them look at their body language oh. um and it, so do you do that part of morning chores and part of evening yeah. chores okay yeah when they're really young yeah i still check on the morning and evening like even yeah in the tractors just to see what's happening yeah make sure there's no deaths that's the other thing you have to make sure like oh. move them around because sometimes they just do suffocate each other and it just is what happens. Yeah. And so you just move them around, make sure. And sometimes like you're like, what? The temperature was right. I did everything right. And a chicken still died. Like it sometimes just happens. Oh, unfortunately. You're it's like, we do everything farming. we can. Yeah. Yeah. So just check on them. Make sure they're all good. Mm. And then um, each week we change their bedding. So we take out all their shavings. We put new shavings in. It gets more frequent as they get older. Right. If you're going to keep them inside, mm-hmm. which we have done for their whole life. In the brooder place? Well, like in a room. Okay. They don't have to be like with heat lamps and right. stuff. But like we had like a barn set up. Okay. Like an indoor um, space. For yeah. Them. For our trains. If you're going to keep them inside, uh, be prepared for it to be absolutely disgusting. <laughs> like I can't even handle that. Four weeks, I'm like, these chickens need to get outside immediately. Like they stink? Oh, I used to throw up every single time I'd clo- like clean them. Really? I'd wear a respirator mask and I'd be gagging and throwing up. Because <laughs> it's so bad. And so after I did that one year, our first year, I was like, we need to figure out another solution. And yeah. that's why we came up with chicken tractors. It's outside, get some breeze in there. Yeah some fresh air and you move them each day <laughs> right so they're getting a new patch of grass so to... they don't have that like accumulation of just of filth oh. literally just disg- it's so bad so i had <laughs> again i would be telling my friends like this is the most disgusting smell i've ever smelled <laughs> in my life and everyone was like oh michael you're just being dramatic yeah and then i had a particular friend they now have the chickens of their own but they came over and i said yeah do you guys mind just like going in feeding the chickens and stuff and I had cleaned it out like yeah. before they came. It was like day one, day two. <laughs> and she was like, you weren't being dramatic. Yeah. Like they smell so bad. Like wow. so bad. So it's like sour smell. It's Is it the chickens themselves or is it their like waste that both. they're living in? Oh, both. it's both. Yeah, just both. It's disgusting. <laughs> so, so outside is the best option. Yeah, if you have outside <laughs> space, I recommend. Um, and we're going to do, we should do a full episode on chicken tractors themselves, yeah. but, and how we built them and stuff like that. But I really do recommend, I did a lot of stories, like it's like a highlight on mm-hmm. Instagram, like go and watch it. I have like plans on there. I noted, I shared the book I used, oh, okay. um, for chicken tractors and it is, it was so helpful and it gave us, we don't have a lot of space. Like it's maybe half an acre, I want to say. And we do 200 chickens plus 60 turkeys on there every year. So wow. you don't need a lot of space, but you do like enough. need some. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's really cool though. And I remember we had talked about this like before when you were explaining that, that it's actually also good for your grass oh, and yeah. stuff, right? Like it's... There's so much nitrogen. I think it's nitrogen in their feces mm-hmm. that it just looks like... It looks like a golf course once <laughs> it's done because... 
they chicken eat, golf course yeah they eat the grass and then they fertilize the grass and it just is like a perfect ecosystem Pristine. but they're not in one spot too long for it's kill the grass right it's just constant yeah good rotation yeah. rotation and fertilization that's so cool so you got like beautiful grass so when people yeah. come to pick up their stuff they're like wow are we on a golf course well something? we always have we usually <laughs> always have chickens on there in the summer right so it's like kind of like yeah stay away from that area but like once we're finished with the chickens and in the spring before we start yeah. it's like wow this grass is so luscious <laughs> <laughs> so and also builds soil quality yeah stuff like that so it's, it is very good we uh, eventually we would love to have them out in a very like a larger field mm-hmm. and really start doing a lot more chickens but mm-hmm. you have to buy quota and there's just a lot more so like right, if, there's more you have to do yeah but as a like a small hobby farmer mm-hmm. chicken tractors is the way to go and it doesn't have to be extravagant it just needs to be movable and um, but yeah, we'll, we can, like I said, go on Instagram, look at our highlight yeah. and we can talk about that. But really outside is the best. Quick question. Do you move the chicken tractor in the morning or in the afternoon, evening? We move it in the afternoon, evening. Okay. So Just, it, it works better full for day? our schedule. Well, or else, yeah, you'd have to get up. Like, and then do you yeah. actually attach it to your tractor? No, we oh. are. We made it light enough. That was one of our criteria. We wanted to make them light enough that we could pull them. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> So Did you, have you ever had like a chicken almost get stuck or are they pretty good to like move out of the way when it's moving? Um, You kind of need two people. One oh, person okay. behind that like makes some noise, gets chickens moving and right. then one person pulling. We have had some instances where like a chicken will get like its legs stuck under or something. Oh. But because there's it. both of us there, we just, just like, oh, it. we stop and lift up the tractor and then. And then it keep, gets yeah. up and waddles on. <laughs> yeah. We've never like lost a chicken. Okay. That's think. good. Because of moving them. That's the so tractor. smart. I can't get that. Just it's so smart. It makes your Again, guys' life so easy. It's not like, our idea. <laughs> Chicken tractors no. have been around for a while, but it is. It's a smart life for you guys saver. to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice. So yeah, they move out of there around five weeks. Um, in the spring we move them out five weeks for sure because it's cold. Right. In the summer, like I said, t- I pushed it to four weeks. Right. And it's been hot. Yeah, they've been fine. I haven't lost any since I moved nice. them out. So knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes below freezing tonight. Yeah. And the only <laughs> other thing that we want to talk about before we end mm-hmm. is butchering. Mm-hmm. So our butcher, our arbitoir provides crates for us. So we go nice. to the arbitoir a day or two in advance. We pick up the crates. We bring the crates back. Morning of, we load up all the chickens in the crates. They tell us, oh, like six chickens per crate. We're like, okay. <laughs> so we put the chickens in the crate. That's a lot of crates then. Because if you have a hundred chickens, yeah. I don't yeah, know what that a is. Lot. Divide by a hundred. Somebody else doing that. I don't know. A lot. I'm, it's a lot of crates <laughs> and we use like a flatbed trailer we tie all the crates down and we drive them an hour away back to our arbitoir right does and it look kind of silly just a oh yeah like and you can hear them like they like, chirp <laughs> and so like normally if we stop on the side of the road like there's a town it's like halfway so we normally stop just to check our ratchet straps and yeah. stuff and people like look at us like we're crazy because like we have like a, a trailer full of a full of chickens, chickens yeah in these crates yeah and so <laughs> we bring them to the arbitoir and then basically they do everything for us that's so nice legally we have to bring them to the arbitoir to yep. um get butchered just because it's they need like a stamp on ontario approval that's oh, okay. kind of butchered in a clean environment inspected environment and so we bring them there nice um to put, get butchered and then we just pick them up at the end of the day bring them the back. end of the day yeah it takes a full day but that seems quick Maybe not. Uh, it would be 
it would know. be weird like it would be difficult for them logistically to hold the chickens for more than yeah like then you gotta worry about like fridge, fridge space freezer yeah. space or whatever oh wow that's a so we bring them it's a long day for us for sure like, absolutely getting up early because you have to drive an hour away and then yeah drive an hour home do your day job yeah. finish your day job do your Go other chores for the pigs and then like yeah. wow and then we so in the past we've rented a well i guess we can talk about this in the revenue but in the past we've rented a trailer a refrigerated trailer to keep our chickens in but mm-hmm. we have recently invested in a commercial fridge and so nice. it has enough room to hold our 100 chickens in the fridge that's awesome so we don't waste money renting that, a trailer that's nice and then it's yours it's you guys exactly like, yeah you you can make sure the temperatures or whatever yeah so that's like basically birth the butcher that is so cool for chickens yeah that's so cool I, okay quick little question because you we had talked about turkeys um do you guys is it essentially the same that you do for yeah. turkeys okay so, so turkeys and meat chickens it's pretty much the same procedure yeah to be honest turkeys they're smarter when they're older <laughs> They need a lot more coddling when they're younger. Really? Yeah. So chickens are very dumb when they're old. And er. young. Um, But when they're younger, (laughs) they seem to be smarter than the turkeys. Oh, so then it flip-flops? Yeah. So the turkeys just need a lot more coddling. They really need the temperature right. Like I said, I lost those 20 turkeys Mm -hmm. because I put the water system in. Um, But with the chickens, they figured it out at the same age. Really? Yeah. So I um made a mistake huh. like i put it in right and i was like well the chickens figured out the turkey should be fine and yeah. the turkeys just didn't figure it out They're interesting yeah they also have longer necks so something to watch out for turkeys is um they can sometimes get flipped on their back oh and um they can't get back up really so you can lose them because like a turtle do. yeah They're just stuck there yeah so really? it's to be careful like in the first huh. couple of days like check them multiple multiple times yeah um, because they're really susceptible to that in the first like seven days, five to seven days. Because their heads are heavy. Yeah. And they just can't <laughs> oh, get up. No. Their noggins too heavy though. Yeah. They just flop over. That's sad though. So when do their necks get long? Oh, they're long when you get them. Yeah. Right day out old. the egg. Yeah. Day old. Their yeah. necks come long right out the egg. Yeah. That's funny. I always wonder that about like geese too, you know? They're probably. <laughs> yeah. Do they like pop out of their egg? Like, <laughs> just a mega neck. <laughs> So, yeah, they have long necks. So, that's the only oh. note I've learned about turkeys. Good to People know. said, oh, turkeys are so, so hard to raise. And they're not, like, they're relatively the same. As long as you are comfortable with your brooding system, you know it, you know your heat yeah. lamps. Your temperatures. Yeah, like, you feel comfortable with that type of stuff. It should be fairly similar to the huh. chickens. That is cool. Yeah. Do you prefer chickens or turkeys? Like, not food-wise, um, but I mean, like, raising-wise. raise? turkeys for sure yeah they're just more interactive they're smarter you keep them for longer which is kind of annoying but you get to like <laughs> see them grow yeah, more. yeah like they actually love the grass like chickens like the grass but like turkeys look forward to moving and yeah like <laughs> yeah <long> so <laughs> and they're also just cuter for longer yeah i think you think I mean, yeah. that's what coming from you who hates birds so yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and Lauren said they gobble too. So like when you walk by, the tractors, <laughs> yeah, they just gobble at you. And um, we usually have them actually during wild turkey season. Oh. So they'll actually call wild turkeys in. Nice for, us. for that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like thank you. Yeah. So there's usually some toms hanging out. And so I don't know. Yeah, I like turkey. I like turkeys better. That's cool. No, it's just. It's just <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's cool. I think that's pretty much it for today, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. So then tomorrow, no, not tomorrow. In two weeks from now, we'll be doing part two. And it'll be much more businessy. Mm. People seem to really like that last yeah. time. So we got really good feedback on that. So I'm really hoping... Well, like I'm going to go look through our QuickBooks and get actual numbers on like what oh. it cost and our profit. And nice. like gross profit versus net profit. And that'll be really interesting to know too, like how much like profit you guys get from it. And then because like it's a nine week thing, right? So yes. It'd be interesting to see like how much how much we weeks. invest in it, um, like how much upfront costs, how much stuff like that. So we have all those numbers now. So nice. we'll talk more in depth about cool. that next time exciting awesome well thank you guys again so much for coming back and listening yeah we love doing this so yeah thank and you. like i said go to our <laughs> instagram there'll be lots of i promised highlights for chicken tractors yep um i'm gonna post a video of me explaining chicken tractors so you guys can see that oh and a, you had a picture of your the and yeah the i'll post thing. an ohio brooder too ohio brooder yeah got three things hold us accountable yeah <laughs> <laughs> awesome well thanks again so much guys we yeah. will talk to you next time talk to you then bye